This is the Boy Scouts of America. You are listening to 90.7 FM, WGXC, Acra, Acra. Perfect, Acra. thank you. Well- the American rock band The Silos celebrate the 35th anniversary of their Cuba album, performing at the Hangar on the Hudson in Troy on Friday, December 16th at 8 p.m. Find out more about The Silos' performance at the Hangar on Hudson in Troy on the WGXC community calendar online at wgxc.org. WGXC underwriting support has been provided by Dedicated Presentation Solutions. Allow DPS to turn your audiovisual how do eyes into here's how you cans. Visit dedicatedpresentation.com or call 845 475 8465 for more information. Dedicated Presentation Solutions, your audiovisual partner. WGXC is made possible in part by the generous ongoing support of Spike's Record Rack in Catskill, New York. WGXC's sustaining supporters are among the station's most dedicated listeners. They care deeply about Creative Community Radio, and their investment helps to sustain WGXC as a public platform for information, experimentation, and engagement in Greene and Columbia counties. You, too, can become a sustaining supporter by going to wgxc.org donate. Thank you for your support. And now your feature presentation. This is Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda here on WGXC 90.7 FM. It's a movie talk show where we just, you know, have a chat about different movies of a different theme every uh, other Tuesday, twice a month, the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Amanda. (laughs) How's it going? Oh, it's good. Just another beautiful, uh, chilly day here. In the Hudson Valley. <laughs> exactly. I know. It's um, beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere I go. <laughs> everywhere you look, everywhere you go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so you might guess just from that little, um, what do they call them in video games? Eggshells? Nutmegs? What is it? Easter egg? Easter egg. <laughs> um, from that little Easter egg. Uh, it's um it's a christmas themed it's a holiday themed show it's a it's a holiday one we're here today to talk to you about the holidays exactly exactly but before we get into it jenny i want to ask you what have you been watching lately well what have i been watching lately great question <laughs> you know i just i knew you were going to ask me but again i'm just like oh no what am i going to say you can um, always pivot to books you know that's true and maybe maybe today's the day I haven't read anything lately. And are you feeling the holiday cheer? You know, (laughs) I have to say I wasn't really, but I watched some holiday movies and it did actually help. It totally like it started to pull me in where I was like, okay, all right. And then like it snowed and that was nice too. Yeah, that helped. That helped. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, Amanda and I have been talking a lot about like what we wanted to do for this show because we both. I don't think either of us, neither of us really watched a lot for it, like we ordinarily would. Um, But, you know, there's holiday movies are so pervasive. There's 
hundreds upon hundreds of them. There are just <laughs> so many. And there's like the classics that everybody loves or mm. whatever in their individual families that they have as their traditional movies. And then there's others that are, you know, a little weirder. Your classic, like also, also a new kind of tradition of like this non-Christmas movie is actually a Christmas movie, you know? Yeah. What people say about Die Hard and Gremlins and yeah. others of that sort. Exactly. So it's oh, kind of like I forgot about Gremlins. Dude, Gremlins is, is that's when people are like Die Hard's a Christmas movie. My response is Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I did. I actually, I did watch two things for this show. Let do, me hear it. Do you want to hear about them? Yes, I do. <laughs> I really want to hear about them. So I, I did want to just watch something that I hadn't seen before. Um, and I kept seeing people tweet about this. And I remember when it came out, but I didn't see it at the time. Um, I'm so curious. Oh, it's a movie from 1996 called The Preacher's Wife. Oh, I'm sorry. I've never. It sounds very steamy. It is a romance. It's a romance. It stars Whitney Houston and Denzel Washington. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it rules. I have to say, I saw a bunch of tweets being like, The Preacher's Wife is my favorite underrated Christmas movie. And I was like, interesting. I would like to, I would like to know more. I'm going to write this down right yeah. now. So the actually the other movie that I watched is called The Bishop's Wife and The Preacher's <laughs> Wife. <laughs> the Preacher's Wife is a remake of The Bishop's Wife, which is from the forties. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> and I literally watched them back to back just because that's just the kind of energy I was feeling when I was that's... making Christmas presents the other night. This isn't. I would have never guessed. It's so funny because at work, Jenny and I work together. By the way. Um, Jenny was like, the two movies I watched were basically the same movie. And I was like, what does that mean? They're literally the same movie. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, oh, it was wow. really fun. Um, so I would like to tell you now about the plot. <laughs> I'm, I am sitting cross-legged by a crackling fire waiting to hear this Christmas tale. <laughs> so it's the week before Christmas. Uh, a, a, a man of the cloth. Mm-hmm. And his wife. Mm-hmm. This is this is the summary for both movies, by the way. So that's I'm not going to specify said... pre- yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why you just call him a man of the cloth. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Cool, cool. A servant a of, of the, the Lord. A servant of the Lord. He is married to a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. This comes as a great shock. <laughs> um, and while they do love each other, they're struggling. The religious man is truly a servant of his faith and of his community he's doing so much work trying to keep his community together trying to keep his local church running that he's letting his relationship with his wife fall by the wayside and so both of them pray for help and what should appear but an angel (laughs) to (laughs) help them solve their marital problems (laughs) (laughs) And rediscover the true meaning of Christmas, which is love in this in these movies. <laughs> the true meaning oh, of Christmas is love. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> and I will say, Ooh. in both movies, the angel that comes down to help them does actually just seduce the wife instead. <laughs> it's kind of just what he does. Wait, for real? Yeah, but I mean, not like, unfortunately, not as much oh. as I wanted it them to because oh, okay. that is literally the reason that I watched it was because I was like I would like to see Denzel Washington as an angel is that who plays the angel yeah okay course. I was gonna ask <laughs> yeah. well, who, who plays the preacher um it's Courtney B Vance who I did not he's probably I I should have looked him up but I didn't but he he does look really familiar to me you'd probably recognize him he's okay. great also he's also very charming like I was like I want their relationship to work however <laughs> Denzel Washington comes down and he is like the most charismatic person on the whole planet and of course Whitney Houston has no choice but to fall in love with him because he's amazing yeah um and so like that's what I want yeah of course (laughs) like that's what I'm looking for that's literally the reason that I watched it actually yeah um 
because as you may or may not know, I'm both a big softie and also a big fan of like, you know, an interspecies <laughs> romance. What are angels but <laughs> aliens? What are, so, yeah, exactly. You know, aliens you know. from heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find a way to scooch in an alien romance movie into the holiday special. And I uh, did it. <laughs> please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Um, and so also in The Bishop's Wife, which is the one from the 40s, Cary Grant plays the angel. Mm-hmm. And he's also unbelievably charming. And it's just yeah. like how these preachers don't stand a chance. No. Like there's nothing. Of course not. Like what? what he, <sighs> he's literally an angel. He's like. literally an angel. And he's so cute, both in both movies. And they are literally the exact same movie. Like it's, it was very fun. I watched The Preacher's Wife first and then immediately was like, let's just toss on the bishop's wife and see what happens like it wasn't the plan but I just saw that it was streaming I think it's on HBO and I was just like let's do it um and both movies are pretty short they're both like an hour and a half and it's just nice it's the same story both times but I was just like I do want to see it happen I would like to see this happen yeah absolutely yeah wow it's great and it is like there's a, a thing that's also in both movies is one of the ways that oh sorry I also need to tell you the angel's name is Dudley (laughs) (laughs) which does not it's not like the sexiest name no maybe that's why they threw it in there because they're like we gotta like make this angel like a little less we gotta cool this down a little bit (laughs) give him a good good boy name you know uh, God's angels, Michael, Gabriel, Dudley. Everybody knows. <laughs> no! <laughs> it's just incredible. I don't know who made these choices, but I'm wow. glad they did. It and brought me a lot of joy. In both movies, the angel's name is Dudley? Yes. In both, wow. in both movies, all the characters have the same names. Like, there's literally nothing that's different. <laughs> it is unbelievably difficult thinking about Denzel Washington playing a character named Dudley yeah it's really challenging it was fortunately well not for I was like I was like fortunately they don't say his name that often but that's not true they say his name quite a lot oh, uh, which is challenging but, it had to be a hard part of that job yeah totally to be like um and uh, D- uh Dudley <laughs> if you could um just you know look a little bit more romantic <laughs> but uh, something that's really cute I mean they both have like I really liked about the wife movies. <laughs> that, um, <laughs> they both really, uh, <laughs> they both had like their own kind of like, um, like they they both are looking for the spirit of Christmas. Both both like romantically, but also um, like the subplot in both movies is that the priest is trying to or preacher is trying to um prevent the church from being like taken over by like a corporate interest classic then, yeah totally and it's really it's like it's actually great um I I think that it works a little bit better in the preacher's wife than it does in the bishop's wife but I also yeah. was paying less attention during the bishop's wife so that could be <laughs> incorrect <laughs> um, but there's just something really nice about like a it's it just had a lot of like the goodwill towards man energy of like Christmas movies that I was looking for um although it was also like explicitly religious which is not what I'm looking for it had like it was just it kind of worked for me in a in a Christmas spirity kind of way and then what gets me man the only other thing I want to talk about is that both movies feature an ice skating scene and they're (gasps) both incredible (laughs) both have the both? angel <laughs> both movies have the angel Dudley <laughs> taking uh the preacher slash bishop's wife whose name is Julia on an, on an ice skating date on an ice skating date they go ice skating and both times Dudley's an incredible ice skater um, obviously and also in the preacher's wife Whitney Houston is wearing like an amazing outfit when they go ice skating oh and that's my God. that and that's all I have to say <laughs> um listeners just want to let you know that Jenny is an ice skater <laughs> fill in some context you are actually Gosh. just revealing all of my secrets I know I'm so sorry Jenny loves <laughs> alien covenant and also ice skating that is what my tombstone will say so. yeah <laughs> uh she loved <laughs> she loved um, alien covenant wow but yeah that's I would highly recommend 
what I here's what I would say. I would recommend mm-hmm. The Preacher's Wife because it's a great movie. If you're the kind of person who wants to put on like an old black and white movie in the background, The Bishop's Wife is totally great and will serve you. But I think The Preacher's Wife has a little bit more like of the Christmas energy that I was looking for. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of gospel yeah. singing in it, which is great. Whitney Houston obviously does a lot of beautiful singing in it. It's like you can't cast her without having that. Yeah. Yeah. She's put a put a song. Put a song, <laughs> put a song in there. In. Oh my God. I just remembered also Lionel Richie's in it for like two seconds. What the heck? I know. <laughs> it's like he just showed up and I was like, Lionel's here. And Lionel's he like he... he he makes her sing at a club and it's beautiful. Gosh, that sounds like a really really solid christmas movie yeah so that's my um my takeaway from the bishop slash preacher's wife is uh do fall in love with an angel don't Mm. fall in love with an angel if his name is dudley do watch the preacher's wife because it's great yeah that sounds great you know (laughs) that those movies I, i guess there's not really any christmas movies like strictly holiday movies that don't push the like holiday spirit like what Christmas is actually really about which I'm glad I was gonna say like oh maybe movies that are more contemporary have more of that because it's less like Christmas is more non-denominational now Mm -hmm. um it's for everybody yeah Um, (laughs) no longer Jesus's birthday party um and so I thought maybe more contemporary movies are more about that but no like it's a wonderful life is fully about just you know being happy to be alive and yeah totally love, and like have love um well so I also wanted to watch um I wanted to rewatch something that I saw when I was really young and I didn't get around to it because it wasn't streaming anywhere so Aww. sadly no Prancer this year no <laughs> I've been hearing no about Prancer, Prancer for years <laughs> I know one day Jenny one day um I did, however, watch a movie from 2017 that I actually, I think a couple years ago I started and I didn't finish for whatever reason. Um, Maybe I didn't know it was a Christmas movie and I was watching it around Christmas or something, but it's from 2017. It's called Pottersville, uh, much like the town in the Adirondacks. And it is star studded. Let me tell you, Um, it stars Michael Shannon. Judy Greer, Thomas Lennon, Ian McShane, oh my God. Ron Perlman. Are <laughs> um, kidding? No, I wasn't kidding. Also, Ron Perlman's daughter is in it, oh, um, which is cute. But so, not a perfect movie. Like a lot of Christmas movies, um, it actually it had all the trappings, <clears throat> including it being kind of awkward. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it was so it's really sweet it's about Michael Shannon plays the uh, Pottersville is like a small town where like a lot of towns where we live and across this country like industry left long ago and it's kind of half empty and a lot of people are struggling to have like you know keep income and all that and have jobs or whatever Um, and Michael Shannon owns the general store and is the very beloved kindly kind of figure in this town he keeps like a book of um people have like running tabs at the store because they can't pay for stuff um and he it's also extremely funny he comes home early one day to surprise his wife who he finds is um having another relationship but it's that she well there's like a twist to that too that maybe <laughs> I shouldn't reveal he basically finds out that she's a furry <laughs> what? Um, yeah it's wild so she finds out that they're having problems um and he goes out and gets really wasted and he puts on a gorilla costume because he's like this is what you like baby <laughs> he like finds a in the Halloween stuff that they have in the store he finds a gorilla costume and traipses around town at night in it and the next day when he wakes up all hungover and he didn't remember anything, the whole town is like, we had a Bigfoot sighting. Oh my God. And the okay. town, yeah, the, it's, it's super wacky. The town becomes famous for this Bigfoot sighting. And um, so it's kind of like 
swapping out Bigfoot for Santa Claus. Like the oh. town, like the town kind of comes together over this thing that they think they all share. Um, and there are some, like, it's not perfect. There's some scenes that like go on too long or are kind of boring or whatever, <laughs> but it's ultimately very sweet and silly. Um, you know, it's no elf, but it's, right. <laughs> it's very sweet and silly. And, uh, everybody does a good job. Judy Greer is lovely. Um, Michael Shannon is super, super sweet. Uh, yeah. And he feels like he has to keep up this, this role as Bigfoot because it's uh start business starts to come to the town because there's more tourists uh because there's Bigfoot sightings (laughs) and like he feels like he's gotten into this whole thing now he has to keep it up and uh it's really 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 lovely it has a very like cheesy heartwarming conclusion and that's (laughs) Christmas for you and that's Christmas holiday movies at least and that's (laughs) Pottersville from 2017 cute oh my god that sounds lovely yeah and then I actually I know this is kind of cheating because it's not a movie but um the other the only other thing I'm going to talk about is actually a Christmas episode of a tv show yes I want I'm so excited tell me I really really love the Christmas episode of the Twilight Zone called Night of the Meek um it is from the second season it's episode 11 of season two of the twilight zone and it aired on december 23rd 1960 um and it's like it gets me going it gets the waterworks (laughs) going Uh, it's about a department store santa claus a guy who is um an alcoholic and who is normally unemployed but once a year he becomes a department store santa claus and uh, because of his addiction, he he you know he gets booted out of the store, um, is is drunk on the job, and um, lives in lives in a neighborhood where there's lots of impoverished children, and and wishes wishes that he really was Santa Claus. Like he's a clearly a very kind person, struggling with with all of this, um, and he's wandering the streets, and he finds a sack. And out of the sack comes presents that like everybody wants. Like if he goes up to anybody, the thing that they desire comes out of the bag. So he gets to be Santa Claus for the night. And it's incredibly sweet. Um, and really, yeah, it's just really, really beautiful. Oh, that sounds um, so good. I feel, I feel like I've probably seen it, but it's not really ringing a bell. <clears throat> but yeah. I would like to watch it. Oh, it's so, it's so, so lovely. I remember my mom bringing it home from the video store. Um, and that Twilight Zone is both actually Pottersville and the Twilight Zone are on Netflix. Um, but the, yeah, Night, oh, sorry. Go. Oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, I was just going to say Night of the Meek is, is so, so sweet. And of course, Rod Serling comes in with his wonderful wisdom at the end of the episode and I start crying yes such a sweet thing <laughs> uh the twilight zone always makes me think of new year's also because they used to do I'm they, I'm sure they still do like the, the marathon um, the marathon of it and that's what exactly. when I was a kid we would always watch all the twilight zones on new year's oh so sweet exactly um Amanda if you could only watch one holiday movie for the rest of your life what would it be Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's a really hard question. Oh, my gosh. Well, it would probably be, I have to say, I'm so, so well, does it have to strictly be a holiday movie so I can't choose Gremlins or something like that? I was thinking, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Gremlins would probably slip through the cracks because it's an, it's not, just a Hollywood movie but I don't know it's a, it's hard to say I don't know who's who's and casting now, this curse on us is this the only movie I ever get to watch no 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 okay. just if you if you only if there's one holiday movie and you're only allowed to pick this one holiday movie every year when the holidays come around that's yeah. the only one you get to watch I mean not to be totally basic but it's probably it's a wonderful life because oh, it's no, really well-rounded yeah you know? it's just like it has it all and it's yeah, really totally. lovely 
What about you? I was thinking about this today while I was driving as because I wanted to ask it of you. And I was also like, uh oh, now I have to answer it. Um, and it's hard because there's I do love so many movies that aren't explicitly holiday movies, but take place at the holidays. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like, of course, your classics like Elf, which is totally great. It's and, so good. I, and it's like, I don't want to never see Elf again. But then I was also thinking, you know, the like the entire genre of like stop motion <laughs> Christmas oh, movies, yeah. like, frankly, I can get funny movies from other things and I can get like emotional dramas from other movies, uh-huh. but there's nothing that replicates the feeling of watching, you know, the year the, without a Santa Claus. Yeah, the Rankin <laughs> like, and Bass stop yeah. motion. That's a really like, good choice. I would be really sad if I never got to hear the Heat Miser song ever again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like actually. I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to watching those. Um, yeah. This this year, I'm excited. I we have a running list going oh, in this household. Yes, we- I just I just started thinking about it today. Like the things that I really want to watch because it was I really wasn't feeling particularly holidayy, but now I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch some stuff. Yeah. I feel great. Yeah. Um, I, I, when I was trying to watch stuff for this show, Prancer was not streaming, but I looked it up the other day and it seemed like maybe it was. So I might finally, which Jenny has heard about Prancer for so many years, but for those of you who don't know, it's a, I think it's 1998. No, 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 no. I think it's 1989. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) it's a, it's a Christmas movie. Um, about a little girl who it is 1989 a little girl who finds a wounded reindeer in the woods who she believes is prancer of santa claus's reindeer <laughs> and her dad her single dad is sam elliott oh so beautiful yeah oh my god i gotta watch prancer too yeah it sounds great i remember it being also really classic and well-rounded like i was telling you there's like a misunderstood town widow and like, <laughs> a misunderstood grouchy town widow god i and, love the b yeah. plots and c plots of christmas movies are always just I so know. silly <laughs> i know i feel like i remember there too being like a kid's nativity play and like like the mean girl is like i always get to play mary and you know? totally that's uh in the preacher's wife there is also a nativity scene with you know like oh no the child forgot their lines it's mm-hmm. very like so classic um Jenny who were you in the nativity play in your church (gasps) Uh, (laughs) did you guys have one I think I was in it once but another secret divulged here we go (laughs) I was an altar server (laughs) when I was a kid (laughs) so (laughs) we also I don't really remember them doing the nativity that often but maybe I just didn't go or something Mm -hmm. but I, I I was more um like the one year that I do have like a memory of them doing a nativity, I was an altar server. So I was just like there. <laughs> it was not a part of the scene. Mm-hmm. Were, were you? Did you do it? I was. I was an angel almost every year until the year I finally put my foot down. <laughs> I got to be a shepherd. Thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah. It was You're really being, being typecast. I You're, really was. Yeah especially as you mentioned me being so blonde and cherubic as a child yeah you was like, really your cute little rosy cheeks pigeonholed as an angel <laughs> <laughs> um jenny i have another question for you hit me <laughs> what is your favorite film version of a christmas carol oh my god um there's so many. There so, are so many. I just want to honorable mention to the X-Files episode that's not a Christmas Carol, but where they do meet their ghosts. <laughs> Wait, that's or it's the, not their ghosts, but like the ghosts. No, they're like an old couple, right? Yeah it's, yeah, it's an old couple in like the house that they're investigating. And it's basically a Christmas Carol kind it's of. It's a Christmas. It's a Christmas. X- oh my God. I forgot about yeah. that one. What is it called again? I used so, to know the name. I know. It's like uh something it does have ghost in the title i'm pretty sure yeah like i don't know or christmas or christmas but yeah that's my that's my honorable mention but my Mm -hmm. actual favorite like straight up christmas carol adaptation is probably the muppets muppet christmas carol it's really wonderful it's so good my partner and i went to a, a candy store recently um so he could find supplies for 
making a gingerbread house <laughs> um, but they had it playing on the tv in oh, there cute. Was, like, so nice to see it's so nice oh, it's so great it's like michael Caine is a perfect scrooge mm-hmm. it has like muppets like christmas movies that have songs are not usually my favorite unless they're older but mm-hmm. mo- the exception is that Muppet movies always have great songs. They <laughs> so really it's like, do. Totally fine. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, Kermit is Bob Cratchit. <laughs> I know he's so cute. And there's like the like uh the the ghosts are also kind of scary. Like obviously the um like the uh Waldorf and Statler are not scary, but then <laughs> yeah, the yeah. the ghost of Christmas, Christmas past, past is like is the, weird it's like the creepy girl with like her like floaty hair she's like a, she's also a puppet but she's also kind of CGI yeah and she's really like weird she has like her tiny little face and she's very pale and ghastly and then mm-hmm. the ghost of Christmas future or Christmas yet to come is like the he's like a column of like hard stone that's like shaped into a cloak and he's also very scary yeah but it's just like yeah there's some I just love it's a great one it's like very classic but it has all of the charm of the Muppets oh absolutely it's a perfect movie to Muppetize (laughs) truly (laughs) a perfect story to Muppetize yeah totally uh Amanda what's yours my favorite version is the 1984 version starring George C. Scott as Ebenezer Scrooge um it's I it's it's also my favorite because it's the one I grew up watching um probably because my parents love George C. Scott but it's also really really solid no surprises just everybody looks really good George C. Scott excellent Scrooge so nasty he's so stingy um and you know what I think (gasps) that's right so Bob Cratchit is played by David Warner who if you look him up you'll recognize him he plays a lot of bad guys in movies Mm. um I think he he's the bad guy in Time Bandits um, and he's in a ton of stuff, but he plays Bob Cratchit and he's very, very sweet in it. Um, but it will always stick with me because, well, like all the ghosts look very good. Um, and the ghost of Christmas present is very, and I think in, in, um, in line with the original story is very like kind of bacchanalian santa claus looking like he he yeah. has like a big lush red robe and like is like grab my robe <laughs> <laughs> um but and you know when when ebenezer finds him he's like in a throne surrounded by like all this lovely like food and um but when they get to the end of their time together um ebenezer and the ghost of christmas present he he shows him all everybody is having these dinners and then he opens up his robe and there's two emaciated children underneath his robe and he's like this is also what's happening like starving and as a kid it like shocked me it was so and the makeup looks really good like it's really scary and it really really scared me as a kid totally Um, or at least like stunned me. Yeah, it's like it's like um, a jump scare for children. <laughs> just like, yeah, oh god. <laughs> yeah. They're under his robe. <laughs> um, highly recommend it. It is streaming on Hulu right now. So that's uh, uh the version of a Christmas Carol with George C. Scott. Huge. I gotta fan. watch that one. Cause that's I think that's another one that I think I just haven't seen, but there's so many that it's hard to keep track. But that one sounds yeah. so good. Like it just You'll love it. Yeah. Um uh. Also, it's such like a great seeing, story. It's a great story. And seeing David Warner, I think you'll you'll be really like love to see him. Yeah, totally. Um as like not not a villain. Yeah. <laughs> um also just as an update, the name of that X-Files episode is How the Ghost Stole Christmas. <laughs> it's such a great one. It's like it's when it's in the sixth season when things start to get really silly. And I know that that can really like it can mm-hmm. hit or miss, but the ones that hit really hit for me. Yeah. No, I mean, you know that we're on the same page. Jenny and yeah. I are both big X Files fans, and we are fully aware of how things go downhill after the fifth season and the first movie, but we still hold out love for those final. <laughs> strange seasons <laughs> God, I just they're still so special regardless 
They really are. They're so special. And they, yeah, they have, I think because we also saw it all when we were younger too, even though they're, the quality goes way down in general, there's still a lot of love attached oh, yeah. to a lot of those episodes. Totally. <laughs> and I have to give that episode a rewatch. I know for real. I was just thinking that I was like, Ooh, maybe is that what I'm going to watch tonight? Is the single episode of the X-Files? Probably. Um, Jenny, I have another Christmas themed question for you. I would like to hear it. Actually a Christmas Carol themed episode oh. or question for you. <laughs> um, if you can only choose one person to Christmas Carol into being a good person, who is it? Oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. No, for, I, know I know, you know, but for the <laughs> listeners, I mean, like you get to scare somebody with the ghosts <laughs> of Christmas past, present and future into being a better person. <laughs> the thing is, is that like, I, I, the problem is that I saw somebody else say this, but they're right. <laughs> somebody was like when are three ghosts gonna go jeff bezos. and scare jeff bezos yeah, into giving gonna, all his money away yeah exactly i was like that's that's the it's that's the, answer. That's the if, just answer yeah if the answer isn't catapult him into the sun first then yeah. it's it's scare that. him scare him into giving all of his his unearned wealth away exactly <laughs> exactly um uh that yeah is, that is the answer and that's who would you christmas carol into being a better person it's Jeff jeff bezos i mean it's just like anybody who has like an inordinate amount of wealth and power it's like just christmas carol them what are we waiting for so like we we can get three people together to dress up as ghosts a fourth person to be jacob marley with the chains yeah we're gonna make it work it's gonna be fine everybody don't worry about it Bezos um, is actually a real life Scrooge. Totally, yeah. Like he's, he's he's horrible. <laughs> you like at the uh, like uppermost degree. Like, yeah, uh, it's such a nightmare. What is the line that Jacob Marley says that he's like, "I I bear the chains that I like forged in life" or something? Yeah, to- yeah like, totally. Yeah, don't do the same. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. watch out, Bezos. You're gonna yeah. wind up bearing the chains that you forged in life. Yeah, dude. <laughs> in the afterlife. <laughs> It's a great lesson. That's what it is like so nice when like a Christmas that a Christmas carol is like one of the most enduring holiday tales, you know, mm-hmm. that's been adapted like hundreds of times and it is just about like taking care of other people and like not being selfish and uh not valuing capitalistic like means over everything else. Yeah. Love that. love that for us. Wish it was, you know, better reflected in society. Totally. I love that that is the enduring lesson behind most Christmas movies. Yeah. That, like it's it's about love and true kinship. And I feel like Bob Cratchit is the hero because he does everything he can to be kind and giving. Yeah. Despite the fact that he has nothing to give. Totally. Um yeah, it's the best. Xmas baby. <laughs> Xmas baby. Um, can I, I ask? Yeah, oh, you, can I, I ask want you, you to question? ask me? I would like <laughs> to ask you a question, um, Amanda. Who's the hottest Christmas icon? <laughs> <laughs> this question is a trap. <laughs> it, it is a trap. <laughs> I'm looking for an answer. <laughs> Jenny asked me this question because, like, if I'm gonna. I don't know, pretend I'm a regular person. I'm going to be like, huh, Bruce Willis from Die Hard or something. Um, <laughs> um, so, and if I want to get more on theme, but clo- if I want to get closer to the truth, but still not there, I'm going to say Will Ferrell and Elf or something. <laughs> but we all know what I really think. It's the Grinch. <laughs> say it. I want to hear you say it. I want to hear you say it. <laughs> it's the Grinch. Um, we all know it. We all feel it. I don't have much more to say beyond that other than I, the Grinch is hot. <laughs> the Grinch is hot. Amanda and I have had this conversation before, before Christmas even. This was a while ago where I was like a would you rather and we both were like the the Grinch is the yeah. one of the choices. Yeah, exactly. And from there, we found that we're not alone. <laughs> we're not alone. I do also, um, I was thinking about this because 
um, I saw a picture of the guy who's the like mountain climber from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, he's yeah. like, he's like, um, he's like a little like Swedish guy with a big red beard and he's wearing like a big puffy coat. And Thank that guy you. is really cute too. He's really <laughs> cute. There's a lot of cute Christmas icons. Like obviously my like regular human answer is like Carol from Carol because it's Kate oh, Blanchett yeah. and she's yeah. <laughs> stunning. Yeah. <of laughs> she's course. the hottest. Yeah. But also, you know, the Grinch. <laughs> the Grinch. Yeah. yeah. It's the Grinch. Uh, if you want to go full Christmas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got to go Christmas icon. Jenny, when I was looking up Christmas movies to watch, I was, I just punched in Christmas on Netflix. <laughs> oh, I thought, you, I thought you meant into Google. Like you just Googled the word Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Say, what is this word? Um, Would you like to know more? <laughs> um, then I want to, so all these hilarious titles for these low budget Christmas movies mm. popped up. So I want to read you a couple. One of these titles is fake. And you, me. Need to, you need to pick the title that isn't actually a Christmas movie. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, I'm scared. The Princess Switch, colon, switched again. <laughs> a Christmas Prince, colon, the Royal Baby. No presents on Christmas, but presents spelled P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. Mm. Like no presents. Presents, on Christmas. yeah. Nobody's here. Christmas break-in. <laughs> <laughs> that one's so simple compared to the others. I know. How well, to ruin Christmas, colon, the wedding. <laughs> Four of these titles are real movies. One of them is not. <laughs> okay, well. I can, I feel like through process of elimination, I know that the princess witch is a movie. Okay. I don't know about colon switched again. <laughs> that, seems, <laughs> that seems crazy, <laughs> but I'm just going to like set it aside. Okay. I also know that the Christmas prince is a movie. I don't How know do about- you know that? <laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing. I didn't watch the princess witch. I did watch the Christmas prince. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see what the hype was about this last year i think or the year literally before. never heard any hype about this movie <laughs> at all. it's not good that's why <laughs> um, well good enough to make a second one called colon the royal baby the royal baby um okay so those two i'm gonna get out of here uh, no presents on christmas is an excellent pun <sighs> the christmas break-in and then, i'm sorry can you please remind yeah, me what sorry. the last one is it's Christmas break in, how to ruin Christmas, colon, the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think honestly, like, no Christmas presents is so clever that I think it's that you made it up. Like, I don't think it's real. I think that you did that one. You are correct. (laughs) (laughs) You gave yourself away by being too clever (laughs) because everything else is like so absurd <laughs> i know it's true i should have thought of something totally like <laughs> christmas the restaurant or something but also, <laughs> honestly i was not sure because also a christmas break-in it also sounds like something that you know you could make up because it is just a great concept yeah no it's Chris- <laughs> yeah christmas break-in on netflix christmas break <laughs> but yeah also i will say i would like to watch no presents on christmas so if you could like get that pitch together i know it's really um, good yeah it sounds like a really good movie <laughs> it sounds dramatic it, it also sounds ghostly like is it what kind of presents are we talking oh, about i love that that is exactly where your head went i'm thinking like like emotional presence yeah no i mean i was thinking about that also but like i was like but also <laughs> could it be another kind of present well we should change it to make it presents oh. on christmas oh yeah no, like instead of no presents on no christmas pres- presents on christmas yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then it's a ghost a, a haunt a christmas haunting a christmas haunting <laughs> Thank God. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. That was really fun. Those <laughs> sound so crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Truly like in the search feature on Netflix, I just typed in Christmas and this is like in the first page, but there's tons of pages after that. <laughs> so wild. Oh my God. Yeah. How to ruin Christmas. The wedding is so <laughs> funny to me because it's so confusing. It's got so much going on. <laughs> oh my God. 
god. Oh my god. Wow. Um, <sighs> Amanda, do you want to close out with like, uh, well, I was thinking, you know, we usually do recommendations, but yeah. like either like a recommendation or like what you want, what's the movie you're most excited about watching for Christmas? Oh, that's a good idea. Is it okay if it's not a Christmas movie? Yeah, of course. Well, um, I'm going to watch on Christmas. I'm going to watch all of the Mandalorian because it's all out now, which is a Star Wars series put out by Disney. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm also going to watch the animated Fellowship of the Ring and the animated Ralph Bakshi's Lord of the Rings. Yes. Those are my things that I'm going to watch. <laughs> yes, that's so, those are I'm such excited. good Christmas things. That's, I watched all of the Mandalorian on Thanksgiving. <laughs> my, yeah. It just feels like a holiday thing. It does. It feels like a special <laughs> treat. Like, also, I feel like when theaters are open, usually around this time of year, big blockbusters come out, like yeah. big, big sci-fi or superhero blockbusters come out. So that'll kind of scratch that itch. Totally. Oh, that's so great. You? I'm definitely the two things that I'm like these are the things that I'm gonna watch and they're gonna make me happy it's Christmas are Carol Mm -hmm. which is just the best Christmas Mm -hmm. movie it's Mm -hmm. like it's also so nice to watch like when you're feeling kind of like melancholy and alone which Mm -hmm. I think probably many people will be yeah definitely it's so romantic it's so pretty um the other thing that I really want to watch I'm really in the mood for is A Christmas in Connecticut have you ever heard of that know that it's a 40s movie it's or 50s maybe it stars Barbara Stanwyck it's like it's so sweet it's a comedy it's like a rom-com basically but it's about a woman who um she like writes for a magazine and like is basically like pretends to be like a a, an influencer but in the 40s like she's Uh like I'm a I'm an incredible chef and I work I live at this beautiful farm and I keep a beautiful home but she doesn't she's just like a single woman who's like chilling in the city Mm -hmm. um but her like her magazine editor or somebody is like, oh, you're going to host this like war hero at your beautiful farm that you have. And you're going to cook him meals and stuff as like a Christmas thing. And she's like, oh, oh no, I don't Uh have any of those skills. Um, But it's really sweet. And I watched it for the first time, like a couple years ago with my mom on Christmas. And it was just like, so nice. So I'm going to do that again this year, I think. My mom just sent a text saying such a great movie. (gasps) Yes. (laughs) Moms love Christmas in Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) oh nice yeah so those are that's my those are my plans oh well mom you're listening so I might try to I'll try to dig up Prancer if I can if it's out there it might be streaming on Hulu so I'll try to I'll try to watch Prancer find it we're gonna find Prancer I know I know you and I have talked about this but I'm really also itching for um that Harry Potter feeling yes totally (laughs) it's like this like the holiday season end of the year it's like winter solstice it makes me want to be like watching or reading harry potter mm-hmm. watching lord of the rings like all these like big epic like good fantasy. versus evil fantasy yeah exactly good stuff it's so good yeah i'm really really looking forward to watching a lot of tv yeah yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> That's the best yeah. thing about not going to work is watching so much TV. <laughs> so much TV. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Oh. Well, this has been so nice. It's been so nice, Jenny. And everybody out there, we'll uh, keep, on, keep on watching stuff into the new year because yeah. we'll see you there. We'll see you there. Have a wonderful rest of your year out there. Yeah. Stay exactly. safe. Stay warm. Watch something good watch something cozy watch something cozy cozy. and remember what christmas is really about it's about love (laughs) and scaring people into being better people (laughs) and scaring people into being better people (laughs) exactly Uh, Carmen Borgia here uh, from Ukuleles Unleashed. I co-host with uh, John Sturman. Uh, We're extremely uh, grateful to WGXC uh, to be able to 
really do a show where all we have to think about is ukuleles for two hours. And I'm, not everybody would let us do a thing like that. So we're really grateful. And uh, here's a song. That's uh, It's a song by the Felice Brothers. And it's a favorite of our ukulele crowd. And I've uh, adjusted the lyrics a little bit. So instead of the girlfriend, uh, I've changed that to WGXC in this case. So... Uh, <laughs> Nice job, Carmen. Carmen. You rock. That's from our group to you guys.
Just the 